What's going on, family? Welcome back to Demo Radio. Thank you for listening, however you may be listening. I do this weekly, new episodes every Friday. And what I try to do here is just add perspective to the game, to you know the current topics of the week um, that I find interesting. And I just try to bring it to you with a different perspective. Like I said before, thank you for tuning in. However you may be listening, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, thank you. Make sure that you rate me, you know, give me five stars or whatnot and drop a comment if you feel so inclined. I appreciate all the support and the love. So getting started with this today's episode, um, this last weekend, Record Store Day 3 came out, was was this past Saturday. So... You know, I definitely went and shout out to everybody who did go. Hopefully those of you that are um, new collectors or aspiring vinyl collectors, you can get up on record store day. But um, it basically is what they do. They they normally do it once a year around April, basically just have a lot of limited releases that get released out to independent record stores. And um, you just basically go pick them up. Different things come out, hip hop, jazz, rock, whatever. You know, they release it to independent, independent only record stores, too. So you're not going to get. Uh, you're not gonna be able to participate at record store day at a um like a major uh chain like a tower records or something like that it's gonna have to be a local independent record shop but anyway they had three this year due to covid and the last one was october 24th this past saturday so i was able to slide through there and pick up the freddie gibbs uh and mad lib pinata the 1974 edition it's like a special edition it's pressed to fit on one LP. It's got, you know, certain art form. They released a 1964 edition earlier this year on Record Store Day, the first Record Store Day, which I also picked up. And um, yeah, man. So just, there's one more Record Store Day. It's not as part of the, uh, it's more of a Black Friday sale. And, you know, if you have any local record stores in your city, make sure that you stop by and, you know, see if they're participating and then also see if they're what releases that they're getting in. Because uh, the Dog Pound, Dog Food album is coming out. I think there's some Chuck Berry coming out. Um, uh, Big Crit is releasing that TDT uh, mixtape that he dropped, that he's releasing that on vinyl. So there's a lot of things that are coming out. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, if you are aspiring to be a vinyl collector, yeah, man, make sure you check out Record Store Day. I don't know how they're going to do it next year, but they did three this year. The last one was this past Saturday, but then there's another one on November 27th as part of the Black Friday, and they're releasing some things on that day as well. So if you want to check that out, make sure you uh, make it way to your nearest local record store all right so moving on another thing this week amy coney barrett supreme court justice was nominated and the democratic party and everybody's trying to scare us because november 3rd is coming up and so everybody's trying to scare us and make us think that uh the gop and donald trump did something uh so horrible that our government chuck schumer called it one of the darkest days of our democracy and i'm like man the way y'all throw words around, the way y'all pick at people's emotions, it's, it's getting, it's really sick. And people that fall for it, I'm sorry, but you're even more sick. Ultimately, the not confirming a justice, respect or etiquette, okay, they didn't respect it this time. The GOP didn't respect it but this time, but they didn't break any laws. There's nothing that they need to, you know, as far as this one. I'm not saying that they haven't broken any laws, period, but as far as this, yes, is it, you know, impolite? Is it? you know, going against the tradition or so, if there even was a tradition, I can't even verify, I haven't verified that yet, but was it going against like the, the etiquette or their own word? Yeah, it was, but that's what happens when you're going for power grabs. The GOP is probably not wor- worried that they're not going to win this election. They're worried about what Joe Biden's going to do and the, the radical left wing of the democratic party. So obviously, you know, they had to do this and 
for people, the emotional Americans out here feeling like that's a reason to vote, I guess. I just look at the Democrats like the reason why y'all complaining is because if you guys were in power, y'all would have liked to do that as well. So um, I think that's much to do about nothing. I mean, the court has to have nine. Donald Trump's still the president until he's taken out of office, either impeached or he loses and hands it over or not hands it over. However you want to whatever you want to think in your own head. But ultimately, he's the president. Ultimately, if he wants to confirm the Supreme Court and he has the, the votes to do it, he's going to do it. You would do it. Chuck Schumer would do it. Nancy Pelosi would have done it. Barack Obama didn't do it because Barack Obama was the first black president and he couldn't have done it because they probably would have, I don't know, done went, went batshit crazy if he tried to do it. And if you ask me, he should have done it, too, because I don't know why you would leave a Supreme Court justice seat open. Um, I thought politics was all about power. But anyway, so I just want to talk about that because they, they tried to push that on us and at the timing of it. And, you know, with the election looming, November 3rd looming, I think I just feel like that was just a propaganda tool right there just to get people to think like Donald Trump is Godzilla and he's really not. Yeah, is he, an, you know, an asshole or, you know, a politician who's brash about his power? Yeah. But that's one thing about um, Jason Black said, if you guys for you guys that don't listen to the Black Authority, uh, he does his show Saturdays and Sundays on YouTube. But he says something like you don't have power unless you have the power to abuse it. And I mean, that may sound crazy to y'all because you think of power as like staying within the lines. But nah, that's not powerful. People don't color within the lines. Powerful people go outside the lines. They do what they want. That's why they have power. And Trump is exercising his power. He's doing it. and it makes us very uncomfortable. Not me personally, but us as Americans. It makes us very uncomfortable to see a president who is so brash about his power and so loving the idea that he has power and so so willing to throw it around so to me it's just trump exercising his power man which he's legally allowed to do too so you know to me that's a, that's that's much to do about nothing all right so as we know um up in philadelphia another brother was uh shot by the police um walter wallace jr uh brother was killed in the police and then by the police Allegedly, he had a knife and was attacking officers. But as usual, you know, there's discrepancy reports on that. Uh, apparently, the brother suffered from mental health issues and his mother called the police to get help. And the police came and obviously they did not help. Um, so we know we know what this is. I'm not going to go on a 30 minute rant about the police and all that. For those of you that have been listening to my podcast, y'all know what's up. Y'all know what time we're moving on. People in Philadelphia, shout out to y'all for representing um, I read something in on Twitter today in the news that said his parents don't want the cop charge. That ain't got nothing to do with us in the streets because that's his family. That ain't us. You know what I mean? And we gonna ride for us. You know what I mean? Because that's what it has to be. Ultimately, we can't allow. We just can't allow. Keep allowing this to happen. So, you know, I just want to send energy to the soldiers in Philly that was representing over the past few days. They ran the cops off the block, which was hilarious to see because you know. You know, they're tough, but until they're not tough, it's very funny. It's, it's funny like that. And shout out to them. We're not going to worry about, like I said before, we're not going to worry about what the family wants because ultimately the family's always going to, the family's going to do what's best for them. Um, I'm sure they got lawyers in their ears. They got people guiding them along the path of how to, how to make a quick buck for us though, for those of us that have, you know, kids, I don't have kids, but for those of you that have kids and for those of us that have been put in situations, we know that we want this to end for us. It's not about a payday. It's not about keeping the peace. It's not about none of that. So, you know, rest in power, rest in power to that brother. You know, if he was really suffering from mental health issues, that's just even more of a travesty that just shows you how real fucked up the police are. And that just shows you why we always need to stay on point. All right. And that's really all I'm going to say about that. 
All right, so we're heading towards November 3rd. We're hurdling fast. Um, and a lot of people worried, you know, CNN put out a story and a lot of people putting out stories that, you know, uh, the Texas bringing in National Guard. There's a lot of people that are anticipating a lot of civil unrest um, after the election. And it's very important to point out that the civil unrest that they're anticipating is not only from angry Trump supporters. And I think that's very I think that that's one point I want to make. The second point I want to make is that for everybody, there's, there's been a lot of people arguing in, in families and um, on the Internet about why we need to vote Donald Trump out. And one of the reasons is because with him in office, they feel like the white supremacy groups have been emboldened. I cannot deny that they've been emboldened. I cannot deny that. But where they go further is they try to act like he, these white supremacy groups see him as a leader, which um, is just not true. Uh, and BuzzFeed did an article this past week. I'm going to put the link in the this podcast here so that you guys can uh, click the link and you know read the story for yourself. But they did a they did a, a basically an expose, I guess you want to say, on like uh, the inside, not even the inside, but the the chat. They got a group. They got a number of um, group chat messages about this group Patriot Front. And basically what Patriot Front is, it's a white, white supremacist group. I mean, you kind of already guessed that. Um, headed by Thomas Rousseau. And basically started, basically, it started out as an offshoot of another uh, white supremacist group, Vanguard America. But basically after the Charlotte, the, the events of Charlottesville, they split. Because, you know, they all had to run for cover because Heather Heyer got killed and it was real. So they had to split. And so this is what came out of that situation. It's called Patriot Front. And pretty much all they've done so far, according to this article, uh, obviously they hate everybody. They have about 280 people. They hate everybody. They hate immigrants, black people, Jews. Uh, they want to remake the fabric of America. They, they've only, they haven't done any, they haven't claimed, they haven't claimed clout for like any like murders or anything, but they have vandalized like LGBTQ centers, um, a synagogue, so, you know, they're, they're those guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, they vandalize a synagogue. Oh, they vandalize the Burlington Free Press. They're very active in Vermont, which, which is very interesting because people see Vermont and they see Bernie Sanders and they see liberal. And I really want my listeners of the show, the podcast, to understand that Vermont, I mean, liberal white people still believe in white power. They just may not believe in being as exclusive to others as maybe the far right groups or the, the white supremacist groups. So when you hear the term liberal, like I, I wish people would stop letting that put them at ease because that doesn't mean that they're, that they're for their anti-power, anti-police, anti-corporation, anti-this, anti. Just because you're liberal doesn't mean you're anti. It just means you have a, you might cast a wider net in, what am I trying to say? You don't want, you don't want explicitly racist uh uh, uh, policies or words or rhetoric or anything like that. You kind of just want it to be coded. What? That's all it is. That's all it is. So make sure you get that straight. But anyway, this group and, and the reason why I'm talking about this is because they talk about how they feel about uh, Donald Trump. And it says in a lot of ways, I'm quoting right from the story, it says in a lot of ways, a lot of people in the white power movement are not fans of Trump, but they do see him as useful. That's point to put out because everybody that's arguing why we have to get Joe Biden out likes to make the argument that Donald Trump is the leader and their beacon of hope. And I'm trying to tell you, I've been trying to stress it on this podcast. So thank God for BuzzFeed for this. They, they do not. White supremacy is an ideology. Ideologies don't have leaders. See black people. We have leaders. We have Martin Luther King. We have Markham X. We have physical leaders. 
And when they get killed, our movements die. With white supremacists, it doesn't matter about their leaders. It matters about the ideology. You know what I mean? And to take it even a step further, to digress, but I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. If you want to go back to the Civil War and, and, and the power of having an ideology over a leader, John Wilkes Booth and them, they plotted to kill, you know, the, the basically take out Lincoln's cabinet. They took out Lincoln's cabinet. Well, they took out Lincoln and they stabbed up some of his cabinet and kidnapped others. But some people got scared or whatever, whatever. But anyway, they made the attack on the cabinet. And also they had a ripple effect in the South and the South, the Southern states, too. Also, they never stopped fighting. They never stopped fighting. They stopped fighting with foreign milit- like foreign armies head on head. But they took in a guerrilla warfare tactic. They took on like, you know, lynching black citizens. So the point I'm trying to make with that is they still had the ideology. They had the spirit of what they felt. They felt like, OK, well, OK, we lost the war. But the Confederacy is st- well, we, we, we live down here in South Carolina. It's still South Carolina. And they carried it like that. And so when we always look at for sometimes as black people, we look at it like people think like us. No, people don't have cult of personality leaders in that way they may have a cult of personality they get behind that's propelling the ideology but they don't have necessarily cult of personality leaders in that way um but anyway so to continue on it says to them trump is an old man holding up crumbling institutions enacting policies that incrementally forward the cause without remaking the institutions themselves when he's gone the rubble will remain and to many he'll be nothing but a tool they use to build the white power movement up that's it they're using Trump. Trump's using them. It's a, symbi- it's a it's a it's a it's a relationship both parties. I mean, are benefiting from. We don't have to don't we we don't need to make this about Donald Trump being the beacon of white supremacy. Donald Trump, he, he may be right. He may be the reflection of white supremacy. But what Donald Trump also is doing is he's making the white liberals nervous because the white liberals are. The, more, the longer Donald Trump is in office, the more polarizing he is, the more he's going to draw people to him or from him. You're going to have to make a choice. See, with Joe Biden, people can hide. Joe Biden can even hide. Everybody can hide. They don't have to act, you know, they could play at racism. They could be liberal racist. They could be soft white supremacists. But Donald Trump is coming both barrels blazing. No, and he's not backing off of it. And the longer that that becomes the tenor of the country, you know what I mean? The longer that that becomes the tenor of the country, the, the more it forces people to choose and more people to show who they're down with, who they're choosing with, you know? And so, yeah, I just want to make that point right there. Like, don't look at Trump. Don't look at voting Trump out as the end of this. If you are voting for Joe Biden to get Trump out, that is a not intellectual way to vote. These white supremacists, this is just one group, but I'm sure most of them think similar to this. Um, They say that it doesn't matter what people believe about the election. They said Um, they said that because casting a ballot is a submissive gesture to legitimize tyranny. It is fundamentally amoral. So this group does not believe in casting a ballot. See, black people, we're saying don't cast a ballot in order to get something because we see that they're giving out gifts and goodies. We just ain't getting none of it. For them, they see all of this as a charade. They want to remake a white supremacist ethno state. That's what they're that's what they want to do. And whether Trump's in office or not, they're not going away. So if you're going to vote and I'm not here to tell you not to vote, I would suggest that you don't. But I'm not going to tell you not to. If you're going to vote, make sure that that's not the reason why you're voting because Donald Trump is the big bad boogeyman and you just got to get him out of office because if you're if if you're scared of these white supremacist groups and you're scared of the rhetoric in the white house or whatever that rhetoric ain't going anywhere it ain't going anywhere that's all i'm gonna say it ain't going anywhere so don't so get that out of your head if you're going to vote vote based on policy that you believe in cuz that's the most intellectual way that's the best way you could defend your vote but Donald Trump these white supremacist groups aren't going anywhere anywhere all right so 
before we I move on, remember to subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening, whether you, whatever your medium is, make sure you hit that subscribe button and also make sure that you leave me a rating too. I would like to know, you know, ways I can improve and what you guys want to hear more of the show as well. All right. Lastly, before I get out of here, I want to talk about a few things. Um, one last thing pertaining to the upcoming election. Uh, I just read this morning, Lil Wayne is endorsing Donald Trump. And then I did an episode last week speaking about Ice Cube and uh, his business dealings or his communication with the different political campaigns. And a lot of people are trying to see these two things as the same thing, right? See Ice Cube and Lil Wayne and see them as the same, but they're not the same. Ice Cube is trying to get something done, right? He's trying to be a power broker. He's wants the powers that be to meet with him, talk business. Let's get it done. Little Wayne is endorsing a candidate. There's a very, there's, those, those are two distinct differences. So I don't think, I don't want people to be uh, intellectually lazy about this and just go about saying that going up, going about their life, thinking that ice cube, little Wayne, 50 cent, are all the same ice cube is a separate from those two clowns. They're endorsing Donald Trump. And I guess 50 not really endorsing him because you know, his white woman told him not to Chelsea handler, but they are little Wayne is endorsing Donald Trump and Kanye West endorsed Donald Trump. So the, ultimately the, what I'm ultimately what I'm trying to bring home is ice cube ain't endorsing ice cube is still trying to fight for black people as we all should be. All right. So anyway, thank y'all for listening to this edition of Demo Radio. I do this every week, every Friday. I try to keep it real and true. You know what I mean? I try to keep uh, interesting topics on the horizon for y'all. If you'd like to get at me, let me know what you'd like to hear more on the show. Like I said, as, as always, make sure that you subscribe and rate the show. And I'll holler at you next week, y'all. Peace.